Number 208 of the two guys in the Fridays, the season four finale. My name is Travis. Is, that over there is this the finale? Oh, my name's not Travis. That, that uh, me, I'm Travis. You're Travis. I'm Steven. This is the finale. So, is this the spring preview we do next week? Is that the season premiere? premiere? Kind of. I mean, it's, I would, I would think that that would be the season finale. If and you then go the, by. If you go by numbers yeah, numbers, yeah, yeah, I know, I hear you, I hear you, but some seasons have different amount of episodes. This, this is, is our four-year anniversary. This is the four-year anniversary. <laughs> Next year can be the season finale, I guess. I just think we should start a season when the season starts. I mean, that makes a lot of sense. Um, I'm just saying. Welcome, everyone. If it's your first time here, uh, we do argue every once in a while, but you, we usually figure it out pretty quickly. That wasn't an argument. That was a discussion. Um, we watched TGIF 30 years after it airs, and this week is no different as we will get into in just a little bit. But before we do that, thank you to Janesh for the theme song this week. Janesh, thank you. TGIFcast at gmail.com. That's where you send in your version of the theme song if you want to hear it on the show. And while you're doing that, also follow us on all social media at TGIFcast. I bought a saxophone, so maybe I'll, we'll have a saxophone version at some point. I mean, I don't see why not. You should be able to do that. Well, I have to learn how to play it. And so that's maybe eh, why not. Why don't we get one version tomorrow or next week and then one version? Well, it's at the shop actually... getting getting like tuned up because it hasn't been used in like 25 years. All right, as soon so. as you get it back, let's get one version of it at that point when you're in your saxophone career. And then we'll get another version when you feel comfortable. You can play it. It wouldn't even sound like that's fine. Music, I, I I love this. Okay, let's do it. Okay, all right, all, all right. right. Let's see what happens. Um, so we do go through. We watch what's happening, and uh, these episodes or this episode would have aired when Travis. Potentially, this episode would have aired Friday, September tenth, nineteen ninety three. So yeah, th- just a little context. This I'm sticking watching, with this. That, yeah, that's the episode date it two, season one, episode two of Thea. Um, we'll, we'll talk more about the actual show itself when we get uh-huh. to it, but there's some d- d- discrepancies, some differing data online on whether this actually aired on TJF or not. So, you know what we said, we're going to run with it and just watch it and talk about it and, and do it. So we do like to see what was going on in the world that year back in 93. I got three stories for you. We're starting off with some sports, uh, a big no hitter at Yankee Stadium on uh, okay. September 4th, 1993. Possibly one of the most historic no-hitters ever. Okay. As, Help uh, me out here. I don't know. As Jim Abbott threw a no-hitter, oh, his only no-hitter, okay. and uh, possibly, I'm pretty sure, the only no-hitter ever thrown in the major leagues by a man with only one hand. Were there any other pitchers that... that- had the same kind of one hand thing. I going? don't I, know of it. Or at least in the major leagues. I I'm, I guess I'm, what I'm wondering. I don't know of any, but uh, this is on many lists as uh, one of the greatest sports moments of all time. Really? Wow. It is. I mean, sure. I, 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 I believe it. I just never, I honestly was unaware of it until you brought it up today. They went four to zero. It's a no hitter. Jim Abbott does it. Was he, he played for the angels. Is that correct? I mean, he was for the Yankees at this point. He was playing for the Yankees. He was on I mean, the Yankees. Was in, yeah, yeah. Just because it was in Yankee Stadium doesn't mean... He was he, on the yeah, Yankees right. in 93. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Cool. That's story number one. Uh, number two, on the 7th of September, 1993, 
the Chevy Chase show premieres on Fox, which was a nighttime uh, talk show like Letterman and Leno. I'm sure you've heard of it, right? Didn't it last like a week? Six weeks. Six weeks. Record breaking. Chevy Chase show. I didn't. I don't. I didn't look who his first guest was or anything like that. But uh, it probably, probably wasn't Bill very. Murray. It probably wasn't probably very Bill good. Murray. Could have been Bill Murray. Um, and then one more final story. Uh, a big t- a TV debut, and it was not Thea. I think this was also on Fox, right? Any guesses? It's a big one. In Living Color. In Living Color? The X-Files debut. Ooh, I love The X-Files. September 10th, 1993. First episode comes on. I love The X-Files. That's what I got for news this week. What about movies and music? Anything new this week? Nothing new. I don't remember I what we, we had get, last time. I thought we were going to get a new song, but then we missed it by by a week. So this is the last week of, of UB40, Can't Help Falling in Love. Um, and then we've got The Fugitive for a couple more weeks. So Okay. That's that's where we're at. Um, Any birthdays? No birthdays. No birthdays. So let's get into it. Like we said, we're watching whatever aired. This week, we believe that maybe Thea aired. This is season one, episode two. I guess the pilot was on a different night of the week. How many, how long did this show yeah, last? Yeah, so a little, a, little bit, a little bit of context here. So this show was on for one season, 19 episodes. It aired, uh, regularly it aired on Wednesday nights. So again, there's some discrepancies in data on whether this, this episode aired on Friday night or not. But it aired normally on Wednesdays. Um, it starred Thea Vidal, who this was the first TV show uh, with the starring black comedian female that the show was named after. So this was the, the Thea, you know, was named after her. Um, she, you know, I, 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 really, I couldn't really find many things that stuck out. This was like her biggest thing. She was a stand-up comedian in Houston, and that's kind of how she got her fame. Um, you, however, Steve, might remember her oh. from WWE. Do you remember who she might have been in WWE? Ooh. I don't know. Mama Benjamin. Do you remember Mama Benjamin? Oh, Shelton Benjamin's mom. Yeah, yes, I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She yeah. that that was her. She was. She and that was, was in the two thousands. Oh six, yeah, yeah. Oh six. Huh. Yep. Okay. So, uh, so she is the main. She is the mom. Uh, she has these four kids: Jarvis, Jerome, James, and Denisha. I think Denisha is probably the. Uh, I mean, obviously the most notable uh, person in the entire show. She's played by Brandy, the uh, the soon to be pop star after the show. Even though with the haircut she has in this. In this episode, I'm not sure how she went on to do anything else, but um, do we not know Brandy, Jerome from anything else? Jerome. Um, so hold on. So there's a couple of them. Jerome Jerome's is the one that's like the main character in this episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm just I'm just going to look and see. I, I don't know. I didn't. I did, it didn't strike out for me. But maybe it's just that voice. And it's just like, oh, uh, well, the, I mean, the horrible casting of that character. Yeah. <sighs> um, so yeah, I don't think that there's anything really of note that yeah, he was in the LeBrons. I don't know if you watched that. Maybe that's where you no. <laughs> saw him. Smart guy. He's in a bunch of episodes. I don't of that. know. Um, and then the, what you, the other son. Um, I'm interested to hear his voice now though and see what it yeah. sounds like. James. James was one of the kids in Holes. So I don't know if James if is the you youngest. He's the youngest. Yeah. Okay. He's one of the kids in Holes. Um, but yeah, that's the show. Basically, she's a single mom. She has uh, these four kids and she's we don't see it in this episode, but she, kind of one of the one of the things that she's working like multiple jobs to support these four kids by herself. Um, I will say that Michelle Thomas 
is in two of the episodes. Obviously, she's not in this episode, but um, you know, she's obviously Mira Myra from Full House or Family Matters. Oh, excuse okay. me. So she's in a couple episodes at some point, but yeah, that's that's the gist. That's the show. It takes place in Houston. Yeah, I mean, like I didn't watch any other episodes. This is the only episode I've ever seen. Probably the only episode I ever will watch. And mm-hmm. uh, I mean, it felt like it was. I mean, obviously, it's one episode, like I said. But like Jerome right. is like a pretty big deal in this show, and I don't know if that's throughout episodes or just happens to be the one we watched. Right. Yeah, I think in this episode specifically, we we get to know the kids a lot, but we don't really get a good context for what the show is about. I would say, cause I think the show is more about her as a single mom working these jobs uh, and how that interacts with the kids. And this one is really just about the kids and Jerome specifically. Um, but yeah, that's true. the one thing I thought was interesting about the show. And I, I, my guess is this has to do with Brandy is that even though there was only 19 episodes, it was picked up for syndication. It aired on, um, BET for like four years, which means every huh. like three months they would just start it over again. And then they re they repicked it back up in 2008 and aired it for a few months. They probably aired through the, you know, the full run of the show and then and then didn't pick it back up again. So it's really unusual to see a show with 19 episodes get picked up for syndication. And like I said, I, it's I, all I can imagine is that it was because Brandy was in it and BET is like, let's show it. Yeah, that makes sense. So yeah. we watched episode two. Um, when did the pilot air? Did you say that already? Uh, like the week before? September 8th, nineteen. Oh, just a couple days possibly before. Allegedly, yeah. I could definitely, yeah. like we talked about this last week though, I, I could definitely see them saying, all right, TGIF is our biggest time slot. Let's just sure. throw this on here so people get an idea of what it is and then put and then keep it on Wednesdays and see how it goes. And there's a whole America's Funniest Home Videos subplot, which I think lends itself to being kind of on a TGIF night. You know what I mean? It just kind of goes together a little bit. Yeah. So... So this one's called uh, Jerome Makes the Grade. It's episode two. It starts off. We meet some characters. We've got Jerome. He's getting home from school. I think his two brothers are in the room at this point who we learn later's names are, uh, what, what are they? Jarvis and James. Jarvis is the older one, right? James, the younger yep. one. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. And uh, Jerome is trying to intercept the mail because he knows something is coming in um, and he does not want his mom to get it. And what do you know? His mom comes out of the kitchen. That's Thea, right? And uh, that's Thea. Yep. She's got this letter from his teacher. She already has. Well, it's his, it's his report card. His progress report. Is that what it is? Like I know they say mm-hmm. like, but then it's like a letter saying like that he didn't uh, do his book report. Like my in, guess, like they call like it a maybe in the notes report. or something. That's my guess because they call it a progress report multiple times. But my my guess is that it's that's like in the notes as to why he is not doing well. Yeah. So school. he was supposed to read To Kill a Mockingbird. He never turned in a book report. He tries to like come up with a bunch of excuses like, oh, I thought it was an oral report. But his mom knows he never read the book and uh, she wants him to sit down and read it now. Yeah. And, I, and just to get this out of the way. Jerome, this character is the most, and I have a, I have a feeling that this show probably didn't last because most of the characters are just really badly cast. Um, but he is probably the worst cast character I've seen on TGIF so far. He is Jerome is supposed to be like the bad kid, like the doesn't care about school, wants to be a basketball player, doesn't. You know, is doesn't it the voice? Is that what it is? It's just the, the voice, voice is a huge part of it, but the overall his overall just presentation, like demeanor, is not. Bad. I don't know. I, I didn't bad kid. not believe it. Like, I could believe he's like just like this kid that wants to play basketball and doesn't want to do school. And I mean, I don't, I don't know. know. The voice definitely does not help a lot. Oh, yeah. I mean, a lot. He's got a very he's 
It's he's like a year away. From I feel TV. like we have to play the voice right here, at least so someone can they can hear it and understand what we're talking about. So I'm just gonna play okay, a clip, I'm... just a random clip from the show of uh, of his voice right here. Right. Welcome home, Jerome. Oh, hi, Mama. Expecting something in the mail? I was just checking to see if my pen pal sent me a letter yet. Okay, so you get the idea, right? I mean, yeah, high pitch, like. And, and this kid's supposed to be uh, what 13 14 i would say is that kind of feel about right yeah that sounds right yeah i don't know it was distracting all right so um pretty much it's just like a back and forth with him and his mom here for like way too long and pretty much the rest of the whole episode of i just want to practice basketball no you need to sit down and read your and read your book and do your report and not just no, but she tells him that he is at this point, he is not allowed to play basketball again until he reads this book and does his book report. Yep. Uh, then we go to the theme song, which uh, I also am going to play that right here. And that, that here, this is. I've been working hard, two jobs every day, giving time to my children, showing them the way. So, I mean, is that her singing? I couldn't find any information on that. Um, I, sounded like know, it very I, well could have been because, I mean, it's it like, very well could have been. She's like yeah. saying like, and now I do this and now I go to two jobs and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It could have been, but I couldn't find any definitive. I couldn't find any information at all. Just uh, that it was composed by Freddie Washington. I guess that, uh, that theme song is where we see Brandy Norwood for the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, she's going to be the sister in the show and... Yeah, I mean, that's the theme, right? Yeah, and there's some other characters that we see in this theme song that are not in this episode that are part of the show, like regular parts of the show, but that's not important. All right, so when we come out of the theme, we go back to Jerome, who goes to his brother Jarvis, the older brother, trying to get some uh, help with his report because he knows that when he was in that grade, he had to read the book. And he just pretty much wants to read his report and copy it. That's the idea. (laughs) Right, right. I wouldn't say he was trying to get help. He was trying to just take it, steal his report. Yeah, and Jarvis tells him, uh, there's no way, you're not copying my report, and um, then he tries to give the excuse that he has severe dyslexia, which doesn't work either, (laughs) and uh, Jerome is pretty much like, give it up, it's not happening. Yeah, not gonna happen. He does make a kind of funny joke where Jerome, or Jarvis says something to him, and he's like, i I know what, I understand what you said, but it came, I heard it all backwards, <laughs> which yeah. I thought was pretty funny. Yeah, and like this whole episode, like I have a problem with like it's so many like one minute clips, two minute clips of mm-hmm. just like, all right, I'm gonna ask you. Oh, you're not gonna let me do it. Oh, but ask you. It's just I don't know. It's just a, it gets a little tiring real fast for me. It, it was yeah. I, I I don't I didn't really care for this episode. So I get it. I, I hear you. I, I do. I will say, though, I, I like Jarvis a lot. I think that kid had a lot of him. See, and, I don't like Jarvis. Jar- I almost like I like Jarvis, Jarvis and James. Jarvis and James, like the two the two other boys, I thought 
were pretty good, especially James. James is funny. The little kid. Yeah, he's like. And uh, then for his for his age, he had some long like some long lines. He had some like decent lines for I think a kid his age. Yeah, he reminds me of uh, some like an adult in a kid's body, kind of. Yeah, sure. All right, we go to Brandy. She's here now. Um, she, Denisha. Denisha's her name. She gets home with a video camera. She tells her mom, I'm making a tape for America's Funniest Home Videos. I'm going to send it in. I'm going to win a bunch of money. That's her plan. Yeah. Mom doesn't believe it, but it's like, whatever. So she goes in the living room. Jerome comes down asking her for help for the book report. And she's like, no, forget it. And uh, she's like, you know what, though? It's a great book. You might actually enjoy reading it. And you know what? The movie was pretty good, too. And his eyes light up like movie. All he needed to hear. All right. Sold. So it's nighttime now. Denise is trying to get uh, James to uh, help him help her fake out a video to win this prize. And uh, he gets called up for his bath. That's the little kid, right? And that's uh, the little kid. Yeah. She's trying to get him to blow out candles and then like smash his face in the cake or something. That's like right. That. Yeah. And then uh, Jerome gets home and you see that he's got a video in his hand. He hides it real quick. His mom comes down. And she's like, what are you doing? You need to get this book in your hands and you need to start reading. Yep. Smacks on the back of the head and throws the book and says, start. You need this. Skip ahead a little. It's late at night. Jerome comes down. He uh, grabs that video that he hid in the cupboard, pulls it out, puts it in the VCR. It's not to kill a mockingbird on the tape. It's actually his mom. His mom uh, <laughs> went in, recorded over. Well, maybe not recorded over because she has the actual tape upstairs, right? Just switched them out, I think. Switched them. You don't record over a tape you've rented. That's going to, you're going to have to pay $100 to replace that thing. You got to think, though, that he uh, saw the label when he pulled it out. But no. He, was, he wasn't paying attention. She has tricked him. And it's a video message from his mom saying, read that book. And I'm like, gotcha. Like, it's a joke, but. This is really, I appreciated this this piece here because it's really smart because normally she would not have been able to do this, right? You would think that they don't have, you know. But we, they have know, the video camera. But they have the video camera. So they're putting these two play, things together in a really smart way that's not, you know, they're not like forcing you to understand that, but that is what enables her to be able to do what she has done. Yeah, it's pretty funny too. Yeah. It's the next day now though. Um, Thea gets home and she's like, <laughs> Why aren't you writing your reports? And he says, well, it's Sunday. It's the Lord's Day. He doesn't want me to write a report. And you know what, Mom? My future's basketball. I want to go to the NBA. And she's like, why do you think you're going to go to the NBA? I mean, it's not going to happen. I don't know if she's that straightforward with him right then. but like, She is later. She is later. She definitely is later. And uh, she, I mean, it's just once again, it's the same scene. Go write that report. Yep. It's nighttime now. It's dinner time. Everyone's around the table. Denisha's still trying to make this clip so she can enter something on America's Funniest Home Videos. Jerome comes in, and it seems like uh, at this point, is he working on the report, actually? Uh, it seems like it. He's got it like in his hands. He's telling everybody that his hand is cramping up, and he's having trouble writing because he's been writing so much. So it does seem like he has actually read the book and is now writing the report. Yeah, and then they do a funny like prayer scene where the whole family is like praying for his hand to get better, which right, know, right, pretty good. Uh, next day, Denisha wants help from Jarvis now to make this video. Um, she pretty much just wants his brother to hit him in the balls with a baseball bat, and he's not down for that. <laughs> There, there is there is some funniness in this there's a like comedy in this scene because i think thea is right there and she's listening and just her face is like what? no that's ridiculous 
Then Jerome comes in, and we find the news. He has been cut from his basketball team. He was going through tryouts. He did not make the team, and he is real upset and gets real mad with his mom right away. Well, he blames her because his his thought is the coach told him that he was really close to making it, but he just didn't make it this year. Try out again. And his thought is if I had been practicing all week, I would have been ready and I would have been able to make the team. But because I wasn't because you told me I couldn't, that's why I'm not on the team. That's all I want to do. Yeah. So he's real mad, throws a little tantrum, runs upstairs. And then we go to the next scene where uh, Thea has gone to the school to meet with the coach to find out exactly why he didn't make the team. And yes. uh, she she straight up asks him, and he's like, well, he's too small. He's not fast enough. He's not good enough. We got a bunch of good players. He, he wasn't even close to making the team. Yeah, he seems to imply that all of the freshmen failed last year, and they're just able to play again because they're still freshmen, um, which seemed kind of weird, but whatever. Um, and then he tell, he- yeah. Oh, go ahead. You're probably going to say what I was about to say. Just like the whole thing, like uh, where he was under the impression Jerome was that he was real close to making the team. But the coach is like, no, he wasn't even kind of close to making the team, like no chance. But the coach does tell Thea that he did tell Jerome. Yeah, he tells all the kids that they're real close to making the team. So they continue to practice and possibly get better to make it at some point. Exactly. Right. So Jerome was not wrong. He was just, you know, not he, he he didn't know the actual truth he wasn't kind of aware of the situation uh back in the house denisha needs uh needs to make this video i mean uh the the camera has to be returned really soon so she calls in her uncle to help uncle her charles out. uncle yep. charles is coming over she he's gonna help her out uh well she convinces him pretty quick when she's like i'll split the ten thousand dollars with you he's like all right let's do it so the idea is that they're gonna like rigged the sink so he goes to get a glass of water the sink sprays him in the face and that's the video so they start filming um she's kind of like the director like giving him instructions like they have to end up doing it like three times i think and uh eventually i think the third time thea comes in the middle of them shooting and gets mad because she's just making a mess all over the floor right 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 yeah and he's kind of real cheesy about it not very natural and he just keeps getting soaked over and over and over again looking directly at the camera smiling as soon as he right, goes right. to get a glass of water could have worked i feel like a little bit of better acting maybe two more takes that could have been $10, i thought the most i thought the the best part was in the last when the she last walked tape, in right when she walked in like that sealed the deal for me why not that throw was, that on the tape yeah right exactly i don't know maybe episode three they've turned in this tape actually and they win because of the mom the bob saget cameo yeah um next scene is uh jarvis and jerome talking um about basketball with uh with their mom right about how tryouts went and everything and well uh, yeah so thea thea's at home jarvis comes in and he's like how'd the meeting go she's like how did you know he's like you're not good at sneaking around jerome comes in shortly thereafter says that's the same thing and and that's kind of when they get into this conversation yeah and they both kind of have a different approach on how to break the news to jerome like uh Mom's trying to put him down a little, like, a little nicely. And then Jarvis really just wants to tell him the truth, like, straight up. Like, look, you're not big enough. You're not good enough. That's why you didn't make the team. But right. they both try to go at it a different way. Eventually, I think Jerome, or uh, Jarvis gets his point across with the truth. And uh, Jerome just gets upset and runs upstairs. Yep. Just yells at everybody and goes. Yeah. And while he runs upstairs, she sees uh, his book report on the table. She pulls it up. Uh, she looks at it, looks excited, then takes the paper, goes upstairs to tell Jarvis, 
you got to be on this thing. I'm really proud of you for doing like, this is the best grade you've ever gotten while you've been in school. And he's yeah. Like, and then she totally destroys all of his dreams. <laughs> he's like, oh, I was just lucky. And then she pretty much says, you're never going to make the NBA. You're not good. <laughs> it's not going to happen. You're too small. Look how big me and your dad were. And uh, there's no chance you're going to make it. So you need, <laughs> he, she's like, I don't care if you have dreams, but you need a backup plan and you need to get an education as your backup plan. And she says, like, you know, now that you've gotten a B, I know that you can do this. Yeah. And so I expect you not only to get B's moving forward, but to to do better. Um, And then she convinces him that that's OK. And they hug and uh, then he tickles his little brother. Yeah, there's this whole tickle scene that shows he's back in a good mood. So that's it. Uh, we do get a theme song, though, or a theme, uh, not theme, uh, credit, a credit scene yeah. with... Uh, Denisha planning one last video before she's got to return this camera, I guess. That's right. Yep. What was the, did they say what it was? I can't remember. Yeah. Yeah. So she's called, she's on the phone with a friend and she's like, Hey, what the dance coming up? Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, make sure your pants fall down halfway through and we'll split it. And that person like hangs up on her and she turns around to Thea. And she's like, I don't understand why nobody will help. The prize money is so much and we'll split it. And her mom's like, well, you're, you're asking people to sell their dignity. And that's it. She's like, uh, yeah. And then that, yeah, that's it. Yeah. So that's the uh, at least uh, that's all we're going to watch ever. Right. That's all we're going to watch. I'm surprised. Are, are you going to no diss of the week? There were so many good disses in this episode from the, between the brothers. I'm surprised that didn't there's no diss one. of the week. No, you got all a good right. one. Like, did you did you label? I don't any? remember like word for word any of them, but or, I like, feel like scene. I mean, I can I can definitely grab a clip. There's a good one with Jarvis and Jerome, like pretty close to the beginning. And I think I feel like there's another one with Jar- Jar- Jarvis and Jerome, like towards the end. Um but I don't know. If you if you want to go back through and pull one, that's cool. I was right. I was a little surprised. A little, a little, there was a lot of good ones. We already had other audio. I said eh, we'll just skip it. A little out of order, but right now this is the diss of the week. Excuse me. Are you talking to me, or did you just catch a glimpse of yourself in the mirror? All right. So uh, you, you can go. catch us uh, every Friday. We've got new episodes every Friday. Um, what are we doing next week on the show, though? Yeah, so next week we'll do a kind of like the fall preview. So in two weeks, the whole new fall season starts. So we'll just talk about, there's really honestly not a lot of changes. There's one big change. One huge one. Uh, one huge one. And then we'll kind of talk maybe a little bit about some of the small changes to the existing shows and what kind of what to expect for okay. the upcoming seasons. Um, it'll be a quick episode. We won't talk about much, but we'll just kind of get everybody primed up for for all new season, what are we, is it season five of season TGI? five? I'm excited. Yeah, right. me too. I, it's, I mean, it's a, you know, it's it's going to be a good, a good season. Uh, thank you once again to Janish for the theme song this week. Yes, thank you. Thank you. TGIFcast at gmail.com. If you want to send in your own version of the theme song at TGIFcast on all social media, if you want to follow us and get updates of what we're doing. Um, we'll be back next week with our uh, season five preview show. And uh, we'll see what new stuff we're getting into. Sounds good. Have a good week, Steve. You got it, dude.